This is Faith. And this is Anna. And this is Let's Just Go For One, a podcast about kind of normal women talking about kind of normal things. This is our dedication to all the good feels that come from just spending even just a half hour with your bestie. All topics include celebrities, to motherhood, to marriage, to divorce, to wellness, astrology, and the latest beauty trends. Whether you're at your desk, in your car, working out, or just enjoying some alone time. Hey, Faith. Hey, Anna. Let's just go for one. How are you, Anna? She's still going. She is still going. So we started off pretty strong with Paris Hilton, Stars Are Blind. Because you better bet we were talking about her noon documentary. I stayed up very late last night. Did you watch it? it? I did. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yes. Okay, well, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Right. right. First of all, <laughs> ultimate walk of shame. I mm. feel like we need some like music to go with like the I walk know. of shame. <laughs> like dun dun dun. <laughs> So how about the fact that our first two episodes had the worst audio ever after I berated Uh, podcasts about their audio? Hilarious. It was like it was like such a a huge form of hypocrisy (laughs) (laughs) and karma. I mean, it wasn't your fault because we didn't know. Um, We did like 50 sound checks and technology fails us. We also did another sound check before today and technology still failed us. Yeah, exactly. So it's cool. It's it's cool. It's fine. Yep, it's fine. Anna said Mercury's not even in retrograde. No, it's not. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah. There's like eight other planets in retrograde though. So not eight. I think there's like four. Okay. Well, I apologize um, for the bad audio because it is my fault because I I jinxed it. I like how I said it was your fault and you just you took it you were like yeah you know I what it is it's there's fine. been a lot of freaky things that have been happening lately of like things i put out there and then uh-huh. they happen so i actually fully take responsibility <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love it so Boom. drink of the podcast is coffee mm-hmm. yep because we need coffee right now yeah. because we are still coming out of quarantine i feel like a bear coming out of hibernation right only like- to discover it's still cold uh, you know what i have to say though i love this temperature i don't like it's <laughs> give me a long sleeve shirt or a big fluffy sweatshirt like i am not the pumpkin spice basic bitch i don't like pumpkin spice i don't like pumpkin spice either i do love fall okay because i love a big <laughs> fat cushy sweatshirt well that's good so you're thriving in this weather i am is what I'm you're great. saying i yeah. like going outside and like having the option of whether i want to straighten or curl my hair today yeah i mean i can yeah i can appreciate that yeah i like fall fashion mm-hmm. when it's like 
70 degrees and you're wearing it. I don't like actual (laughs) fall weather. Yeah. I also don't like how cold it gets. I like when you walk and Target for whatever reason is always like really good about this. Like they keep their store at like optimal temperature at all times. Yeah. They really do. You talked about this all, Yeah. Of all the temperatures, that one's my favorite. I I (laughs) love it. I need a life. (laughs) (laughs) But when you walk out of Target Mm -hmm. and the air outside is the exact same and you don't feel it getting hotter or colder. Right. Yeah. It's my favorite. No, we talked about this last week. My God, I'm already having Dory syndrome and I can't remember what we talked about last week. And the fact that this is the thing that you're repeating (laughs) from last week is kind of amazing. I'm not going to lie. Sorry, guys. Apparently now I also (laughs) suffer from short term memory loss (laughs) and audio problems. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah, exactly. If you're new, welcome. I'm Anna. I'm Faith. <laughs> I'm actually going to be like, I'm Anna. Yeah. So yeah. Faith sounds much more intelligent. I this mean, week. I'm not going to lie. That was a very Anna thing to say about the temperature and stuff. So I'm totally on board with it. Oh, I'll go okay. down for that one. <laughs> so, anyways, what's your weight what for this week? Um, I don't really think I have one. Well, I, I mean, feel like my weight what is our weight what? Oh, that is a good point. That, well, actually, my weight what is the whole like so all of you whose children are in um full virtual learning oh god god bless you baby angels because i had three days of it (laughs) and nearly lost my mind yep so shout out to all the parents trying to and the teachers doing full-on virtual learning like every day yeah and the students although i I don't think students are listening to our podcast maybe college ones no Keely's friends. So <laughs> good luck to everybody yeah. that it, with this school year because it has been. I feel like I feel like I'm on a ride that I can't get off, mm-hmm. but it's not a fun ride. It's like the it's what's that one tilt a whirl. Mm. Yeah, except it's not. You know when you're on the tilt a whirl and then like you get that good spin and it takes you, but like sometimes you just spend a lot of time lurching side to side and you're mm-hmm. like, hold on, oh we're going over the hill. Hold, okay, everyone lean right, and then it starts spinning a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're just stuck on the tilt a whirl and it never actually spins. It's just a lot of lurching left and right to make yeah. the fun stuff happen. I was going more of devil's hole, oh. <laughs> but that works too. Tilt a whirl goes too because yeah. it's that. It's just like, oh wait, hold on, we gotta do this. Oh wait, no. It never gets better. No, it yeah. doesn't. <laughs> it just continues. I feel like I'm stuck on a tilt a whirl. Yeah. A so, faulty one. Um, I have learned that, well, I already knew this, but my youngest is a lot like me. <laughs> so when we do things together, it does not go well. So <laughs> there's been a lot of, and he like rages now where he's like <laughs> banging on the desk. And I said, okay, so work it out. Yeah. Get it out. I go, right. if you want to go downstairs and punch the punching bag, that's more an efficient way to get your oh, anger out, good. but it's fine. Yeah. Um, but I said, we still have to do it though. Right. So if you're angry, you need to take a break. That's totally fine. And then two seconds later, I'm like, I don't understand why you're not listening to what I'm saying. <laughs> so, I mean, this is a lot of what's going on. And then my older son who started middle school is the whiniest <laughs> baby. And I just look at him and I'm like, I don't, who are you? <laughs> Who are you right now? Oh, my God. Older child syndrome. Oh, mm-hmm. he's the pit. I, I like I li- love him dearly. I, but I looked hard. at my daughter yesterday and I, I go, we have done too much for you. I have realized that we have done too much for you and we've made you incapable as a human being. And I said, OK, new goal. You have to get a job. And do you know what she did? Hmm. She started crying hysterically. Oh, I have hilarious. to get a job. I'm like, oh, 
my God. Yeah. I get out of my face. And then Kennedy, my younger one, goes, mm-hmm. Ooh, can I get a job? I, I want know. money. I'm I like, know. oh my God. It's like, can you just morph a little yeah. into each other? Just like a little. Just like you, yeah. you can be a little bit more lazy because you are like so driven. It's terrifying. Mm. And then it's like you are just like so lazy and like like spoiled that like I don't I don't know. You yeah. you you need to like Get ready to. Hustle. Is this why people have third children? Because the third child even like the whole the, thing yeah, out. Yeah, right. I mean, everyone that I know loves their third child the most. I mean, I am. Aren't the you third the third child? child? So you guys that. all know we're joking. By the way, <laughs> only children I'm- is the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> or no children. Yeah. I mean, that thought seems better and better. You guys are living the life for sure. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we're uh, we're, kind of. we're all I'm living kind the of life. Kidding. No. <laughs> Please don't take offense. Ever, someone took offense to us. I'm sure everyone's taking offense. To everything I mean, if lately. that's the first time you've taken offense to anything we've said, we're doing all right. Yeah, that's that's not a bad way to go. It's fine. Okay, so, so my wait, what? Yeah. So speaking of teaching children, <laughs> <laughs> I love where this is going uh, already. I uh, our tutor started yesterday, mm-hmm. and the only way to describe it is like the scene from sound of music where she's like <laughs> doing circles on the hill. He, we open the, the door, the hills are alive with the sound of tutoring. <laughs> I opened the door and it was like, Oh, it was like, it was like, first of all, he's not too bad on the eyes. Mm. Second of all, he, it's like, it's like paradise came in with him. So pretty much like <laughs> Monday we had homeschooling. It went terrible because <laughs> It's just, it goes terrible. Anyone who's at home, you just know it's terrible. If you are right. acting like you got your shit together and it's going great, you're a liar. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, so it didn't go well. But what was great was everything we couldn't get to Monday or anything that started to make either my older one tear up, my younger one yell, or me start to grind my teeth. I was like, you know what? This goes in the Wednesday pile because <laughs> yeah. Wednesday is when our tutor comes yeah. for the whole day. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, look at those tears. You know what? What are you working on? That's a Wednesday project. Like everything. It, he's like my everything drawer for anything that stresses us out. Right. Academically, which is like 90 percent of it. Yeah. So we started with our tutor. He's absolutely wonderful. I said, oh, you know, like if you finish early. I want them to start putting their events in the calendar because we're trying to get our communication station back up again, Mm. which is a hot mess because it's on July right now. So I'm like, you know, we're trying to get this shit together. So I was like, you know, if you get a chance, I come home, everything's laid out on my dining room table and he highlighted and wrote notes and did our entire home calendar for me. What? Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Also, he, he's going to help Keely put job applications in next week. I can't even. Okay. So immediately after leaving Faith's house, <laughs> so he came to my house. My wait, what? Yes, is also that Anna has piggybacked on my tutor. Mm-hmm. Although that sounds real inappropriate. That, sorry. Yes, it does. <laughs> Especially sorry. if you saw what yeah. he looked like. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I really hope friend. he doesn't listen to that. <laughs> I think we're good. I think some of his family actually does. No, we're fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. Um. Anyway, so Anna decided to ask me for my tutor's number so she could also have him come help her with her kids. Yeah. So I feel like we have like a desperate housewife shared gardener situation. It's great. <laughs> Only it involves like childcare. So he although came to wait, my really house. quick, oh, if yeah. we go fu- fully virtual, 
we're going to be fighting it out for Thursday, Friday. No, just put the kids in a space Oh, we'll together. do it all together. Yeah, okay, totally perfect. Oh, shit. I'm glad that didn't get violent. Yeah, no, it won't. We're fine. Um, so he came to my house. So leading up to it, my boys were like, no, we don't want a tutor. We don't need a tutor. And I was like, Jude, do you remember what happened on Monday and Tuesday? Like, I don't understand. Maybe he suffers from short-term memory loss. Yeah, exactly. Like me. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's not, no, you guys are getting a tutor. I said, Max, if you don't need to use him, then you don't need to use him because then I won't pay for that shit. But Jude needs it because I cannot teach. I am understanding my limitations. Right. And I'm putting up some boundaries here. Mm-hmm. Jude and I argue every single time I try to help him. Right. And I don't want that to ruin our relationship. relationship. Yeah. Because it totally is. So I said, you were using a tutor. I'm sorry. Yeah. End of story. It is the best money you'll ever spend. Oh, 1000%. I I literally was like, I'll give up like anything to keep him. I would, I would even go so far to say I'd give up the Grange to keep him in our life. Yeah, exactly. That's the first thought that came to my head last night. Best money I've ever spent. If anyone's thinking of a tutor, just go for it. Yeah, do it. Sorry. So, no, you're fine. So he comes over and he hangs out like we showed him around. I introduced him to the kids. I showed him their workstations and stuff. And we kind of talked about what Jude needed, what Max needed. Then he left and I looked at the boys. I said, well, and they're like, oh, my God, he's like super cool, mom. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know why you guys fight me on literally everything. Yeah, because this is I told you. Well, I feel like they probably pictured like very academic looking, like Mm. pencil pushing pocket protector type person. Right. Yeah, exactly. And And then then you open the door. Zach Efron. Zach Efron walks through your door. (laughs) Yeah, he no, he looks like somebody not Zach Efron. Wait. Kennedy said he looks like Sean Mendez and Zac Efron and Noah Centineo all put together. Oh my together. God, that is actually super accurate. I know. We so, may or may not have talked about all three of those guys on the show. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I will say, I think he looks like a younger, more attractive Mario Lopez. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. 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 Really hope he doesn't listen to this Yeah. Show oh, God, because we're, like, dissecting the shit. <laughs> but my favorite was, did you see his socks? Oh, yeah, he likes to wear fun socks. Well, yeah. he wore those because Kennedy, mm-hmm. when he met Kennedy, wore really fun socks. And I he goes, that. he goes, you know, I collect fun socks. And she goes, so do I. And she instantly took him up to her room to show him oh her God. sock collection. I mean, there could have been worse things she did. I mean, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, on a side note, and I... Keely doesn't listen to this anymore. She like actually dislikes me so much that I actually don't think she even cares enough to listen to her podcast, <laughs> even to spy. But the other great thing. So I don't know if you guys have teenage daughters. Uh, like most teenage daughters I hear about are like very into hygiene and like care. And I know I was someone who like woke up early and got ready for high school. But like, I don't know if it's this generation or if it's just her. But I like we fight. I would say weekly. It, it used to be daily. Now it's weekly only because they don't have the energy. Right. About brushing her teeth, mm. brushing her hair, mm. washing her face. Mm-hmm. I mean, showering. Mm-hmm. It's like I ask her to to take a shower and it, it looks like I just asked her to physically take her kidney out of her own body. Oh, my God. She's just like, meh, meh. she's Daria from MTV. If oh anyone remember, that is what she is like, especially <laughs> when I talk to her about hygiene. Mm-hmm. So for years, I've been trying to get her to care. I'm like, hey, maybe you want to shave because like you need to shave and you have to do these things. I'm now 
totally embarrassing her. But let's face it. She's almost 16. She's a woman. She has to shave her legs. Right. But, you know, just trying to get her to do these things and like she doesn't like to do them and she, you know, whatever. So she also hates waking up early. She likes to sleep in. She would sleep till like one or two if I let her. Ah, so I, I those kids. No, you don't. So Max woke up at 350 yesterday morning <laughs> okay. and came in to tell me <laughs> and asked what he should do. So, yeah, I'll take a okay. one PM. OK, one PM sounds good in that Go in that regard. Yeah. So she uh, she. I told them the night before, okay, Mr. Such-and-so, we won't say his name on the air. Mm-hmm. I don't think we already did. Mr. So, Such-and-so. <laughs> Mr. Efron will be here oh, at, at 9 a.m. So make sure you guys are up, ready, dressed, have breakfast, because once he gets here, it's school time. He's not going to sit around and watch you eat breakfast. So, yeah. like, whatever. So for the first time ever, I got home from the gym, and I'm I'm, I'm like, oh, wow, Keely's light's already on. That's weird. Like, she's already up. Oh, I'm, whatever. I'm not going to complain. Mm-hmm. That girl came down <laughs> at 8.55 in full hair and makeup in the cutest <laughs> outfit I've ever seen, totally clean. I was like, oh, my! if I had known this is what this was going to do, yeah. I would have had him over years ago. Right? <laughs> she is like, and then and then it was so funny because he like, we are literally at the kitchen island and he's like, okay, Keely. So he's like, if you want, you can work upstairs. She goes, no, I'll just work right here. Thank you. I'm like, who the f- Like, I've never... <laughs> She's not like that in the morning. She grumbles at me. She doesn't even open her mouth fully to say words to me before now. I was like, oh, my gosh. And then he was like texting me. He's like, oh, so Keely really had me help her with geometry and this and that and this. And I'm like, what what happened when I left? (laughs) So I think having a really cute tutor will motivate your children to do better. Right. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, is I don't care. I don't care if my kids are, if they're into him. Awesome. Like, I yeah. don't care. Do your fucking schoolwork. Yeah. But if they're into him, it helps. Yeah. 100%. So also, guys, we are 40. Officially. <laughs> well, is- one of us actually is. <laughs> <laughs> this is our 40th episode. Yeah. So in tune with that. We got a little facelift. We got a little facelift. If you guys noticed, we look a little younger <laughs> and a lot brighter. We went to the same person Sonia Morgan went to. <laughs> <laughs> so huge thank you to Taylor for our beautiful new logo. She is amazing. We are so thankful. It was so funny, too, because I'm the worst. So little backstory on the logo. I wanted to surprise Anna essentially for our 40th birthday. I mean, I'm not, it wasn't in my head at the time, but I'm totally going to say that that was super planned. Right. Uh, (laughs) Right. That I wanted to surprise Anna with this. So I'm like, Oh, I don't want Anna to be mad, but I just, I want to surprise her. I want to just give this to her, you know? So I (laughs) texted Taylor and and she said, okay, what are you thinking? And I go, I have no idea. And she goes, (laughs) well, do you want like, you know, I said, I just want a, a digital image. I want a new logo. I want mm-hmm. it to be able to put be put on stuff. She's like, she's kind of throwing out ideas. I go, I don't know, Taylor. You listen to the podcast. You know, Anna, you know me. You just create it. And she, and then afterwards, like when we stopped texting, I was like, oh my God, what if she comes out with like cartoon versions of us? Or like, I didn't know. Oh, what I would she, be on board with that too. But I was like, <laughs> oh, maybe I should give more, more direction. I mean, that's like someone saying your chair saying, do whatever you want to my hair. Sometimes yeah. that can go badly. Yeah. So true. I felt really terrible then because I'm like, I'm a terrible friend to Taylor for throwing this on her and giving her zero direction. And then she nailed it. 
<laughs> totally See? nailed it. See, but that's exactly why every time I go and I sit in your chair and I say, I don't know, what do you think? It's because I know you know your shit. Yeah. And you. you know me. Yeah. And it always works. Yeah. So, so that's how it goes. Thank you, Taylor, for our face. Oh, my God. We love it so much. We look better than Sonia Morgan. <laughs> we totally do. We totally do. Although she does look amazing. She looks so good. Net reunion is giving me life. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. For sure. Um, We will definitely probably hit Bravo a little because this is going to be like our celebrity charged episode. We got yeah. a lot to talk about in TV. Um, But we cannot forget to say our other thank you this week. Oh, my God. Our Harry <laughs> Potter, Matt Thomas, for fixing our sound. Again. <laughs> like for the 800th time. Thank you so much, Matt. You are magical. We appreciate you so much. This is why we sound so much better this week. Yes. Actually, we didn't even do oh, a sound. Oh, we did do a sound shit. Show. Well, hopefully we sound better. We'll like do a pause pretty soon, like so we don't get too far into it. Right. Um, <laughs> one thing that we missed on the wait what though? What? <gasps> well, I think this is your 40th birthday present. Uh, it might be. <laughs> the best day of 2020 was the release of Chris Evans' penis pic. And I will not call it a dick pic because he deserves more respect than that. It's a penis pic. It's a penis photo, if you will. Oh my gosh. I don't know if you actually saw it, but after like 47 deep dives into Us Weekly and E! News, I saw it. I did? Yeah, I saw the whole thing where he had done, he posted on Instagram and he had done like a screen recording. Uh, They were playing like Right. And then it yes, went back to the up, thing to up. like stop. It went to his camera roll. Yeah. And and that's where it was. So yes. he didn't do it on purpose. No, it was a total accident. Okay. So like carrots, banana, like where are we talking here? How like dare you? What? What do you think? Banana. Yes. <laughs> if not larger. Possibly eggplant. I started understanding the eggplant emoji. No. Maybe like zucchini. Maybe oh, we'll, yeah. yeah, like yeah. a good zucchini, yeah. like a girthy, zucchini. like a solid <laughs> zucchini. Yeah, I like that. Not one of those curved ones. Okay, yeah, just no a straighter, curve. straight, just a straighter. Okay, it was <laughs> hilarious. So and now and then, of course, it's like, is it really his? And I'm like, dude, even if it's not his, there's no way he can get out of this one to be. What's no. he gonna say? Like. First of all, why would he have someone else's penis? On yeah, that actually roll? sounds worse. He should that's, just. Yeah, yeah, that's opening up a lot more. Um, but yeah, no, it was. And great. then I love his clapback of like, I, you know, because I'm I'm sure Chris, like, because we know Chris Evans, mm-hmm. like, I'm sure he probably thought like, Obviously. oh, my God, I'm letting down my fans. He has so many kids as his fans. Mm. I mean, he really tries to, like, keep his rep sheet pretty clean and tidy right. for he realizes people really do Captain look up America. to America. Right. So I was like, oh, my gosh, he's probably in this, like, spiral of like you know getting so upset or trying to and i and i love like that what he actually posted the first thing he said after it was hysterical would you like to do the honors oh so he said now that i have your attention vote november 3rd so the fact that he then took that photo and turned it into a politically charged message i was like i think anna just went in her pants i'm (laughs) okay so i'm not gonna lie though Scott Evans, his brother, who is really creeping up as my favorite Evans here, (laughs) posted the next day that the whole thing went down. And and he said, was off social media for a day. Did I miss anything? (laughs) 
Like it was hilarious. And then Anna wrote a hysterical comment and I liked it. And like, and I like tried to get the attention focused back on that comment. So oh I'm my like, God, that's I hilarious. hope Scott and Chris really see the comment you wrote under his Instagram. Yeah. Mine and the other like 35,000. I think, I think I you had three likes. Oh, nice. Thank I think you. You, had th- you keep talking. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. I think you had three. Um, likes. So yes, the best day of 2020. <laughs> thus far thus far oh now i can't find your comment oh, oh wait oh yeah three likes who oh. liked it me monsi routher and kezekaikos okay cool well uh, i'm in good company yeah all right you are <laughs> thank you to those two people uh and you obviously <laughs> we did our sound check we're good now <laughs> Um, so talking in TV land, I did a major binge over the weekend, although it's Sunday night, (laughs) whatever. Um, but the home edit, oh my gosh, Faith and I have been watching obsessed. It's so amazing that I actually had to take a break because I was like, (laughs) I can't, I can't spend more money on containers. Oh, it's not even funny. I actually have to say, I'm going to send you a picture of the pile. I keep ordering containers. So I did a huge order from the container store. And no, then you got to go to Walmart. I know. I know you were so much better than me. And then I just, I did go to Marshall's over the weekend though, and oh, then nice. bought a ton more. Oh, but I still haven't hit step one, <laughs> which is edit. edit. Um, so I just have a pile of containers in my dining room that are now bigger than my table <laughs> that are just piling up. So instead of home editing, I'm actually hoarding. I went the opposite way. I went, I went too far left. You took, yeah, you took a wrong <laughs> turn somewhere. You gotta, you gotta reel it back in. That's my project for tomorrow. So what I actually recommend doing, because I, never do this. And I actually had the sense to do it this time, which I was super proud of myself is I went through and did like an inventory to think about like, okay, what actually needs to be stored and what can kind of go. And then I, oh, I really nerded out on this. So I, when you do the inventory thing, then you know what containers you need to buy. Oh, true. Yes. Yes. Because if I would have gone the other way, I would have bought a million of the wrong size container. Yes. That's and, probably what I did. Mm, yes. <laughs> it's okay. I'll, I'll buy some off you. You're fine. Um, but then, so um, after you edit and then you start, I, I don't know what the step process, like I know what it is, but I don't memorize it. Yeah. One of them is zoning. So you yes. need to like categorize everything and zone in the room that mm-hmm. you're um, editing like where stuff goes. So I like literally wrote it down and mapped it out. Oh, wow. I I was like, wow, this is like next level nerd, man. That's amazing. But it totally worked. Yeah. Well, you guys have to watch this. These two girls, Clea and Joanna Mm -hmm. and Molly Sims is the one that discovered them. Mm -hmm. And they totally were discovered 100 percent from social media, which I think is so cool. Oh, my God. Overhead on that, girls. (laughs) And then um, Reese Witherspoon's one of their bigger clients, and she actually is one of the producers of the show. Mm. And they go to all these celebrity homes, and some of their clients are Eva Longoria, Khloe Kardashian, um, Rachel Neil Patrick Zoe. Harris. Oh, Rachel Zoe's closet. Okay, first of all, that gave me a lot of anxiety. That closet. oh my god! But when they were done, it was so pretty. It was so pretty, but she still she needs a bigger one. I mean, she also couldn't say no to anything. I know that was her problem, right? She's a hoarder. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm like Rachel. You don't really need all that stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I also love Rachel though, so I can't say anything. Yeah, no, but, I get that. <laughs> and, and maybe if I had couture, I'd be like, I would no, never I'm get rid of it. Either. Edit it. Yeah, thank you. No, yeah. I have a Beyonce concert shirt. It's never going away. <laughs> 
never going away. That's the closest thing I'm going to say that I have to couture. It has the date on it. Okay. Oh, there was only like 17,000 of those made. Exactly. Exactly. But um, yeah, you, you guys definitely have to check it out. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's like, it's literally my version of porn. It's like ah. celebrities mixed with home organization. Yes. Also, we discovered, which I think is a super interesting fact, how much it costs for them to come to your house. Didn't you look up the prices? $250 an hour in New York. Yes. And, and then like 185 if you're in either Nashville or like Atlanta. So when my carpal tunnel sets in. Yes. I'm going to try to get employed by the home edit and I yeah. will go to anybody's home and clean the shit out of it. I'm so excited. Oh my God. But it except for my own so home, amazing. except right. my own home. Right. It's, it's fun playing with other people's stuff. Exactly. And I love that they go into money. like, right. And I love when you go into like, they go into like garages and stuff. Mm. And I literally am like, how are they going to do this? Mm -hmm. But I love how they also are like, cause I'm a future projector, right? I buy things. I'm like, that's going to be a future project. And yes. then I don't get to them. And I love how they're like, okay, well, these are your future projects. And some shows that you watch, like on TLC and stuff, they like, it's a future project. So they'll just do it for them and they come home and it's done. They're like, no, we're just organizing. We're not making your life's magic. Exactly. So then they literally are like, make a tote that says future projects yeah. and put that into it. Uh -huh. And they have like, I have like just cards for my kids and little notes they send yeah. me stuff all over my house that I'm like, oh my God, I need to figure out what to do. And I like shove them all over. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she's like, you have to have sentiment boxes, yeah. which I love, which I yes. didn't have. It's like common sense organizing. Oh, and our favorite one, the backstock. The backstock. Backstock. The best. I love backstock. Yeah. And I never knew what it was called. I used to just call it hoarding. So yeah. Yeah. I'm glad it's it, back, extra shit. Backstock really is need. like when I go to Bath and Body Works and they have the soaps that are six for 24 <laughs> and I buy 24 of them <laughs> and I leave with $106 in soap. I even know the total. Usually I have a coupon for $10 off, but it's somewhere around there. Wow. And I have all my soaps for the season. Right. And I just put, the, I shove them in our pan, our clean, you know, our cleaning pantry. Uh, yeah. And now I'm like, oh, backstock. Yeah. Backstock. Soap, I'm like, backstock. I love it. So yes. yeah. it's amazing. I love it so much. Yeah. I did that with school supplies in my basement. Oh, that's so smart. Office backstock. Oh, thank you very much. And instead of the fancy labels, because I didn't have those, well, I know you made the cricket ones. <laughs> I did. So. But again, my labels are sitting on top of my boxes, which are in bags yeah. in my dining room, not being used. And I'm also going to make you do them for me. Um, I will do them. Yes. So they have, they made Clea's um, handwriting a, a, font. a font. You can buy it. It's so pretty. It's She's on cricket. Oh my God, you of can course buy it. it is. Yeah. Anyway, so if you're not into that or you don't own a cricket <laughs> or have a friend who has a cricket, I use those chalk markers. Yes. Right on there. So it stays on. And then if you change anything, you can just wipe it off and rewrite it. Yes. It's so amazing. Long yeah. story short, watch the home edit. Yes, it's amazing. It'll change your life. It really will. Yeah. Um, okay, so moving on to do you want to talk about Stasi? <gasps> so you guys know. <laughs> We had to, we had to acknowledge Stasi. Yeah. So Stasi just did her first interview post being fired from her entire life um, on Thursday with Tamron Hall. <laughs> being fired. For she literally got fired from everything. She Book really fired. Podcast fired. fired. Show fired. Life fired. There it is. But she has she's having a baby. So, I mean, yeah. Yay. <laughs> that's her oh. silver lining. Yeah. It but anyway, she was on there and um, I... I hope you guys watch it. 
I know that it's still very controversial, so I don't want to offend anybody in my own personal opinion, Mm -hmm. but I was very happy that she went on. She totally owned everything she did and not only owned, she said she's now hired a diversity coach. She is trying to relearn. She said she's incredible. She said she's the definition of white privilege. And Mm. she, she said, I'm never, I'm not racist and I've never done anything with racist, um, intentions, but she goes, but I also wasn't actively and awareingly anti-racist. And that was the problem. Mm -hmm. And she kind of falls into a category. And I think people would agree that a lot of us were in five months ago. Right. And I mean, still be in it. Some may still be in it. And a lot of us have had to take the time and effort. And I know we still continue to Mm -hmm. of, you know, trying to educate ourselves, you know, from leaders in the black community and the black culture Mm -hmm. that are telling us the messages that we need to hear so we can kind of relearn ourselves, how we need to go, how we need to act and react going forward. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think she went through that same journey all of us went through. And I totally respect that she owned everything. I know a lot of people just still aren't happy with her and that's totally okay. You're totally entitled to your opinion. Obviously what she did didn't offend me personally, but if it did offend you personally, then I hope you guys can at least tune in and listen to her apology that she does give to, you know, black people that they deserve to hear. Mm -hmm. And I think you would be happy with at least the fact that she owns it and says what she needs to do differently in the future. No, I agree. And I think that the important thing too, is that it's an ongoing process. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's not just like, oh, you read a book and now you're done. Like, no, it is. It's a complete behavior change here. Yeah. And that's oh, and I love too. She said that everyone said like, why haven't you spoken out prior to this? Mm-hmm. And she said, um, she goes, the last thing anybody needed to hear was me open my damn mouth again because I didn't know what I was talking about. Right. She goes, this was my time to sit back and listen. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I hired my diversity coach and she's been reteaching me everything about what I know about life. Yeah. And she's like, and I just didn't feel like this was, it was respectful to come forward until I had an educated conversation of what to say. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, that's why I haven't said anything until now. So again, I feel like it's a relatable journey in the sense that we all are kind of going through that, trying to make the conscious decision of being a part of a movement of being anti-racist. And hopefully this is good for a better future for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So steps yay, in the right direction. Yay for Stassi. Yay. Me personally, I'm really freaking happy, but <laughs> that's me personally. I don't expect people to agree with me. <laughs> and if you don't, that's totally okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so also we both watched the Paris Hilton documentary on YouTube. It is so fascinating. I'm so glad that so Faith called me and you know it's important when she calls. And Although I do call like, a lot. You do. No, I appreciate that. Because <laughs> um, sometimes it's just easier than going back and forth on text. Yeah. So I appreciate calls. Anyway, so Faith was like, you need to watch this before we podcast because yes. it is so good. It is so well done. So we had two different views of Paris Hilton. Sure. You were like a huge fan. Adored her. Yes. Adored her. And I was like, "Eh, really? I have the box set of The Simple Life. I love that. And I have her book, Confessions (laughs) of a Teenage Heiress. (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait, and, the box set of a simple life. Yeah, like, like the DVD season. Are you? Yeah, but are you? Are you watching those? Are no, you no? I'm not. Them? I'm not watching them. But I did like I bought them when it came out. Oh, okay. Like I have that, and I have the Sex in the City Bible with oh, all the Sex and Cities, yeah. uh-huh. and I have like the Same. Friends one. Yeah. But I mean, I don't have a DVD player anymore. So no, no, yeah. no I'm not watching them. But I do. Ha- I did at one point purchase it because that's how right. much I loved Paris Hilton. Right. Sure. Right. So I watched a documentary because I was mm-hmm. like, oh, Paris Hilton. I haven't heard from her in a while. Oh, my Ooh. friend Paris. Mm. Let me turn it on. I thought it was going to be like, that's hot. And like, no. And little did I realize that Paris is suffers from post-traumatic. Mm hmm. Um, not post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, so, trauma. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome. She, she had, had a lot had of trauma in major her child- trauma. Yeah. In her childhood. That and nobody would know. And in her adult life. And um, it's really interesting because you actually see who she really is. And she struggles even in this documentary of kind of going between the Paris that she thinks everybody wants from her mm-hmm. and who she actually is. And I think it's really interesting because she has created this persona and I think it's like her brain protecting her. And she's right. put up all these layers of herself, <laughs> these versions of herself, if, if you want to think of it that way, to protect who she actually is. Mm-hmm. And as the documentary goes on, you can see those walls kind of coming down more and more and more. And as you actually see who she really is, it's very very different from who she pretends to right. be. Right. Yeah. And it's so interesting. I think it was Nikki Hilton because she's interviewed. And even when she started, she's like, I don't do these interviews. Like, right. But I wanted it to be authentic. And I wanted people to understand like, this is actually what happened. This isn't fake. This isn't right. um, like just for the cameras. Um, but I think it was Nikki who said um, in the beginning that trauma comes out. It, like your mind might forget it but your body remembers. Yeah. And it really is such a testament to trauma victims and what happens yeah. to them. So she, um, we recommend you watch the documentary, but essentially what happened was she was, her parents sent her away to all of these like boarding school type camps because they were having behavioral issues with her. And she was in her, I think she was like 16 ish when she went. And there was one specific camp where they were, mentally, verbally, and physically abusive to these And kids. also sexually. Yes. Yes. She, she, she was not, not sexually say, abused right. or confirmed that for herself. Yeah. But other classmates yeah. um, that were part of it did admit that they were sexually abused. Yes. So she talks about the abuse that she went through and like what happened. And she had not even told her parents this information. Which is crazy because she tells her parents on the documentary. She tells her mom. She tells her mom. Her dad wasn't any part yeah, of it. Her dad's very private, apparently. Yes. Um, um, but it was just so fascinating to see like that whole, and I mean, this is going to sound weird, but like I'm into this trauma stuff, like not into trauma, but into like the research that goes around it and the sure. evidence behind it. And it is like, you see, so she went through all of that physical abuse while she was in there. And then like she had, I think she said like five, five really boyfriends, sh- yeah. boyfriends who physically abused her severely. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, I mean, the paparazzi got photos of like bruises all over her. And even the ones I feel like that didn't physically abuse her from just from things she said, definitely oh. mentally did. Oh, 100%. She has 100%. a lot of trust issues. And yeah. honestly, which was really sad, the more you kind of watched it, you realized like she's legitimately terrified of men yes very scared of she them she totally is yeah and who wouldn't be after all of that it's very very sad 
And I thought it was interesting. She talks about her sex tape, which, Mm -hmm. you know, it's so funny because, you know, as like as an average person. Right. And you hear someone has a sex tape. You're kind of like, oh, no, they're a joke. And you kind of laughed it off. I would say this is all previous pre, pre to me too pre me pre too me too but i remember you know people are like oh kim kardashian she's famous because of a sex tape you right. know you kind of say that so like nonchalantly you know it's you just think like oh they wanted that because then they became famous mm-hmm. and it was so different because paris hilton really talks about that and she's like i was 18 i was heavily under the influence of something mm-hmm. he was much older than me he convinced me that if i didn't do this for him he'd find someone else who did she goes right. i loved him i was head over heels yeah. i didn't want to lose him and i was he was such a douchebag oh my god he's so interviews. manipulative oh yes he's such a douchebag and then so she does she you know she lets him record her doing what they were doing mm-hmm. and she's she was 18 and she was she was in love with him right and then he turned around and sold the tapes for a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, you know, and then I came out of this looking like the bad guy. Everyone made right. fun of me and my family. And she's like, he got off with millions yeah, of dollars with from nothing. with nothing. And she's like, you know, I just feel like now if that were to happen, it would be like an, an entirely different narrative. And she's so right, because now people would just like he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to walk anywhere. People would just come down on him and she would look like you know, a yeah. victim because exactly. she kind of she was. was. She totally was. You know, it's like one hundred. But you, I never viewed it that way until. I mean, I hate to say it. I sound so stupid, but until she no. spelled it out that way, you don't think of it that way, yeah. or you don't think it would bother her. Oh, Parasol, she's whatever. Yeah. Oh, her video came out. Whatever. You know no, what I mean? That, you know. Yeah. And she that really affected her too. She's like she trusted him, and then mm-hmm. and then all these people. She saw was in that. a relationship. It wasn't like this right. was this. Which even if it was a one night stand, sure, no one deserves to yeah. be exploited and then it. exploited. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So she has a lot of trust issues. One hundred percent. Um, I will say on a good note in mm-hmm. real life, mm-hmm. she is actually dating a guy. They've been friends for fifteen years. Aww. The families know each other. She said that over Thanksgiving, she went to his sister's house for Thanksgiving. He was there, and she goes, "We ended up just talking all night." And he is, um some sort of investor or something, but he's her age. He's super cute. He makes his, he made his own career. Like he makes his own money. He does very well for himself. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's just looks like her friend. And if you go on her Instagram and see pictures, she's like no makeup, like Uh. authentic. And when you see the way they look at each other and she's like, I never thought I would trust anybody the way I trust this man. He sees me like totally stripped down, like in every way. That's so sweet. So I actually think because of having gone through this whole process, exactly. She has found a legitimately great person in her life. And I Mm -hmm. love that they were friends for years first. Well, because she actually processed her trauma. Absolutely. That's what it came and it comes full circle. Yeah. And when you see like from the beginning of the documentary to the end, like you kind of watch her process it during the whole thing. And the end of it is essentially so she gets she has a reunion with those classmates that were also abused. She wanted to kind of see where they all were in their lives. Yeah. And then they actually do a campaign trying to protect children. And I just read an article, too, that was saying like, you know, because I'm like, why aren't they suing these people? Why aren't they pursuing legal action? Mm -hmm. And Paris said for her process of healing, she's not looking to go and find those people. She's just looking to help protect other kids that are being put in these schools. Yeah. So that's more what her platform is, is to be there for the kids, to let kids know who've been through it, that she went through and you're not alone. And to also try to get kids out of schools that are still continuing to do this. Yes. 
Ah, so I mean, it's real, and I think that whole for full circle of you understanding it, processing, telling your parents, yeah, because she didn't even tell them. This has now been 12, 13 years. She never told them, yeah, and now. Wait, she's 39. This happened she's when she 39? was 39? Yeah, this happened when she was 17. What? 20 years. 20 years. That she has been going through this for 20 years. I'm sorry. I can't believe she's a year younger than me. That's crazy. Yeah, she's 39. So she um the only thing that's been really controversial coming out of it, aside from the school that everyone wants to like burn to the ground. Right. Um, is Kathy Hilton's reaction. Oh, yikes. Uh, I know why. She so she tells her mom mm-hmm. on the documentary the abuse she endured mm-hmm. during her time at the school. Her mom never knew. Yeah. So her reaction was very stiff, yeah. very not emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and the emotion that was shown seemed insincere. Yeah, I think I think. So when we we had this conversation and I mm-hmm. said, listen, as a mom, I'm trying to give Kathy Hilton somewhat of the benefit of the doubt. And the fact that she was just told incredibly disturbing news that would make her feel like a total piece of shit. And she on just camera. got told it on camera. Yeah. In front of all these people who she now is also understanding in her own head are going to hate her mm-hmm. for doing this. Also, Paris pretty much hated her parents because she thought that they were pretty much the culprit of her not feeling safe. Right. So that's also traumatic. So I think when she told Kathy, the only thing I'll say is I'm, I'm, I'm going to give her a little bit of the benefit of the doubt to say, I think she was in complete and utter shock. Mm -hmm. That is absolutely not how I would react or any normal person would react. Right. But I'm hoping it was shock. I don't know. People have been really criticizing her reaction. Well, I mean, as a mom, I can't imagine what it was like for her to go through the process of sending her child to a place like that. Even though she didn't realize what was going on, it was still like a weird, boring school. And honestly, the way that once you guys hear like how she was taken there, yeah, it actually it occurred bad. in front of her parents. It was like so that I, alone had to have given you some kind of inclination of how this school was going to go. I She was essentially ripped out of her bed. Yeah. And I'm not exaggerating. Like she thought she was being kidnapped. Out of her bed in the middle of the night by two grown men. Yeah. Pulled out of her bed and thrown into a car and taken to the school. Yeah. And her parents watched. Yeah. And so she hated her parents. Her parents never said anything to no. Nikki or their brothers. They didn't brothers. know where she went. Brothers, Conrad yes. and Baron. Yes. And th- <laughs> like they, nobody spoke about it. Yeah. Which like that is so infuriating to me. Well, I also think they have one of those families where, which they even admitted nobody communicates. Right. Yeah. It's like, we don't they say anything, but we yep. have to look Sweep perfect. Sweep it under the rug. Sweep it under the rug. Yep. Let's look perfect. Mm-hmm. So that's the other problem. She didn't have an open communication relationship with her parents. No, but none of them did. Um, but good news. I hear Kathy Hilton is in talks with becoming a hired person on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I still don't like her. So. No, 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 no. But I'm excited to hear if like she then may say something different. Like maybe she'll be like, maybe, you know, I've now gone through a lot. Mm-hmm. I had to process this. Paris just was in an article saying that she watched it with her parents. Oh, she watched the documentary with her parents. That's awkward. She wanted to. Yeah. She's like, I want you to see this. And she was with them. Oh, man. Um. So I have to give Kathy the benefit of saying, like, she now knows everything. Mm-hmm. So let's see how she processes it. Right. 
let's hope she's in Beverly Hills. Right. <laughs> they said she wouldn't be a diamond holder, which I now learned. So wow. I've been reading all these articles because all these people are fucking getting fired from Bravo like crazy. <laughs> so I've been reading these articles and Andy just did like an article talking about like who we'd want to come back and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, Like housewives, he goes, most of the time when we get to the point of the reunion, half the housewives that are there are on the bubble of being fired and they don't know it. And they we always say wait until the reunion. And then we kind of go from there. If they come into the reunion being remorseful or saying they're sorry, whatever, mm-hmm. and own it, then we'll keep them. And if they don't and they're on the bubble, they're gone. Oh, man. Which well, I was like, that's so Dorinda. interesting. That explains Dorinda. So, um, but he said that there are diamond holders. So mm-hmm. diamond holders are the main people. Uh-huh. And then there's friends. Yeah. And friends is actually a paid role on Real Housewives. Oh. Yeah. That's what Camille was. Like that. Oh. So once you're mic'd up and you're assigned as a friend, mm-hmm. you commit to being on a particular amount of episodes. Oh, and okay. so you have to come to some of the events. I would assume that's what Elise was I in was New York because that bitch that. kept floating in and out. Although she did. Once Ramona didn't like her, she disappeared. So uh-huh. I think Ramona's got some serious pull at Bravo. Oh. The I fact that she's still on the show shows that she is serious. I don't Bravo. even understand that. She's got to have blackmail on Andy Cohen. Yeah. So I'm hoping Kathy Hilton maybe can come on and maybe at that point mm-hmm. pull a Stassi and show right. some remorse and right. own that your reaction may not have seemed accurate or right or fitting or compassionate yeah. in that situation, but maybe say your side. Yeah. Not that any of us need to hear it because it's not our business, but it now is because it's on TV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and one thing which kind of pivots us to um, our next topic, too, is so um, Paris Hilton talks about um, people ask her about social media. Like, she's always on her damn phone. She's she is. always posting. And yeah. one of the people they interviewed was like, Paris invented the selfie. Yeah. Like, she was doing them before anybody else was doing them on social media. So somebody had asked her, like, do you think that you created this whole, like, selfie kind of yeah. narcissistic attitude and they on said, social media? Yeah. And she was like, uh, I do. I do. And she actually tears up. Yeah. Because and at one point she goes, I terrible. think I created a monster. Yeah. So I watched <laughs> The Social Dilemma. Which everybody needs to watch. I'm not. So essentially what they do is interview a shit ton of executives, like former executives, yes. CEOs, founders of almost every single of we're talking Google. We're Instagram. talking Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter, Facebook, like people who created one of the guys was one was that created the like button on yeah. Facebook. And they were a lot were content curators. Yes, exactly. And then some of them were like part of the ethics team. Yep. So essentially what this whole show is about is it's like 90 minutes long and it's all about how tech people created social media and like all of this other stuff that surrounds social media. So even like you, uh, I mean, if you even say a word the next day, you have ads coming up on your Facebook or ads coming up on your Instagram. So they take all of the information of like things that you search for in Google, of your location, of how you're looking at things, of how many, how long you're spending on looking at certain images on Instagram, literally clocking every move you make absolutely on your phone on the internet everything and they're basing all of these ads around this Mm -hmm. and like 
they're taking all of your information essentially. They even say like based off of your content, if you Google, if you Google, if you write how to, okay? Right. Yeah. If oh I write God. how to and my dad writes how how to and my husband writes how to and Anna writes how to. We're mm-hmm. just starting with how to. Mm-hmm. Based off of your past search histories and what they hear from you and what apps you have saved, mm-hmm. what you spend, your online shopping, they will literally already curate an almost kind of um, favoring certain things of like how to, and then they assume to be in your head to yes. know what you're how toing. Yeah. So the example they use is if you go into your Google um, search engine and type in climate change is, Oh, yeah. Based on everything that they take from all the stuff that you look at and beliefs, including your political beliefs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And also your demographic location. Yeah. It will it will like complete the search for you to say like. So for me, when I plugged it in, it said climate change is and it ended with an issue. And based on everything I believe, that's exactly I'm going to look at mine right now. Yeah, that's exactly. It was so fascinating. I'm telling you right now, I want to delete all of my social media. I want my son to delete any social media that he's looking at, which really it's only TikTok, but it's not great. Okay. So, (laughs) oh, it fits me. Mm. Climate change is caused by. Well, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That's not about you, though. Well, it's like because it's like I mean, it's funny, though, because I yeah. 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 (laughs) But I mean, it's it's really fascinating. Like if you think they're not really watching everything that you're doing, if you think that they're not paying attention, they 100 percent are. And we are all fucking doomed. And the whole thing was about like the ethical part of it. Yeah. And how questionable it is. You're getting all of these people who work in tech who are creating these algorithms Mm -hmm. for everything, but they're not even understanding the the ethical ramifications of it. Yeah. Or the psychological ramifications of it. Absolutely. When you talk about kids, when you talk about adults, and they're talking about suicide rates. Or oh, yeah. even the amount of teenage girls that have had an ER visit because they inflicted harm on themselves has skyrocketed. Yep. And it's all correlated to when social media came out. Yeah. Watch it. Definitely. Watch it. So I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I'm so over cooking and I'm also <laughs> overweight right now from <laughs> quarantine. And I have to be honest. Jess in the kitchen has been an absolute lifesaver for me. Um, I've actually known Jess for years and years and years. We've been mm-hmm. friends for like 15 years. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so she actually started this company. It's called Jess in the Kitchen. We spoke about it on our last podcast. Yes. Jess in the Kitchen with no E. So it's K-I-T-C-H-N on Instagram. Um, and then Anna has actually been able to enjoy her meals as well. Yes. Praise baby Jesus. She had given Faith some food for me. So, I mean, first, and I think we talked about this last time, her portion sizes. Huge. They're so amazing. I'm like, actually full when I'm done exactly. eating. Exactly. Like, Which I feel never like happens with healthy food. I'm actually food. eating like a meal. Yeah. So she creates these pre-portioned prepared meals that are amazing. Amazing. And like, I can't wait to eat them. Yeah. I have oh the honey. God. 
honey salmon with the pineapple fried rice today. Ooh. Yeah. She also has gluten-free options because, yeah. hello, we know I need that. And vegan options. And vegan options. I actually purchased the vegan options oh, yeah. for next week. Um, so all you have to do is just heat it up. And she puts, what I love is that if there's dressings or like side things, she puts them in the little plastic container so mm-hmm. you can take them out and heat everything else up. She has an amazing menu every week. Yep, with she new puts items. a totally new menu out every single week. Yes, and she lists the calories. And one thing that my friend Holly is doing macros. Oh yeah. And when I sent it to her, she's like, "Oh my god, she counts macros." She like, counts she macros. So excited about yep, it. Absolutely. So the menus come out every Wednesday on her Instagram, mm-hmm. and then what you do is you just DM her your order by Friday at like 8 p.m. of that same week and then the food's ready Monday and you can do pickup or she can actually deliver it to you for a small fee. I love that. Um, But honestly, it's been a lifesaver and not just for me, for my kids. She has family meals too. Yes, Every I ordered week. one for next week. Oh my God, they're huge. And what's great is when my kids are home now, yeah. they can just scoop some out into a plate and just yeah. serve themselves. And not to say that we don't all love cooking, but I'm tired of making the same five meals. I also need to bring healthier food with yeah. me. Amen. Um, um, it's just honestly, it's a time saver. She does protein balls, like little oh, protein bites. I am I know. obsessed with those protein <laughs> balls. Jude, yesterday I was having one. Jude's like, what's that, mom? I'm like, nothing. Oh. It's nothing. <laughs> Don't worry about it. But even I had sweet potato meatballs um, yesterday with like a kale salad. Oh, yeah. And the chickpeas. And Max was like, what? What's that, mom? That smells really good. I'm oh, like, yeah. again, nothing. <laughs> um, next week, she has chicken parmesan meatballs with arugula and crispy prosciutto. I ordered that. I ordered then, so much of that. Um, And then I think she's got like a chicken teriyaki with coconut rice. Or she shit. does. Crispy what? chicken sesame teriyaki sauce over coconut rice, zucchini, and red peppers, I was cashews, so and cilantro. And then sweet potato and black bean tacos. Yep. What? And she actually, she lists the macros, the calories, yeah. the fat, the carbs, and the protein. It's like, all listed out. God bless her. Yeah, and she's amazing. I just want to point out again, the portions are amazing. Yeah, like, they're huge. They're perfect. Yeah, they're perfect. And she's so nice. She's like oh, the she's nicest so person sweet. ever, which just is like a, a bonus. Right. But anyways, so um, if you guys place your order with her this week, so this will expire Friday night. So any of the orders that go in the week of Sunday, the 20th of September through Friday, the 25th, Mention our podcast or use code go for one in her DMs and you will receive 10% off your order. Yay. So for next week, for all of our listeners, mm-hmm. you guys are going to get 10% off of your food order for the week of September 20th and get your orders in by the 25th at night. And we hope you guys enjoy. Yay. So we wanted to save this to the end because we figured this would um, take up majority of our time and also because we knew we'd be in our dark place as soon as we talked about it. (laughs) Um, But this week, well, last week on Friday, uh, we lost Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg to pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Yes. Um, (laughs) I was texting with my neighbors and then I had gotten a text from my best friend that said that she had passed and I literally screamed no like at the top of my lungs uh, in my kitchen because it, and I feel like this is such a huge, huge monumental loss for our nation. Yes. And for women. Yes. Everywhere. Um, So one thing that I did, I had uh, the farmer's market over the weekend. So Friday night, I printed up a photo of her. And then we usually have a little chalkboard with a quote 
from somebody like a song usually involving juice or something <laughs> related to juice. But um, I had my friend Sarah, I'm like, you pick the RBG quote because we're quoting her today. Oh, yeah. And it was the most move like it makes me want to cry right now because so many women came by and were like, oh, thank you for having that. Like, oh, thank you I so much. That. And my friend Sarah was like, you know what really warms my heart? She's like the amount of older women who were who were like, yes. Absolutely, because they remember when they didn't have those rights yes. and she made them possible. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like we are talking about fundamental women's rights yeah. that she pushed for. And it's like, it just feels like such a dark time right now anyway. Oh my gosh. And then this was, so Chris Evans' penis pick was the best day of 2020. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. RBG dying is hands down the worst day of 2020 yeah. and there have been a lot of those days <laughs> yeah. this year but it was just it this one definitely like hurt real bad so it was interesting because um you know i work with younger girls mm -hmm. and um one of the girls i won't say who they are because i don't right. want but they were and like this is not to shame anybody this is not to shame just, anyone no yeah, but, it's just well they this, don't know this is what i was gonna say is that she was like, oh, I, I saw that you were posting about her last night. Like, I don't I don't really know that much about her. And I was like and I looked at her and I was like, pretty much every right that you have. Now, this particular girl that I work with, she's badass. Mm -hmm. She's hardcore. She's badass. She goes against the grain. Mm -hmm. She's hold on. Look at me. Yeah, I had to whisper to Anna so she understood. She's one of the most powerful women I know. Yes. So yes. I was like you need to know what she's done for you. Yeah. So that night I sent Sophie a bunch of articles about RBG and it listed like what she'd, Oh, I just said her goddamn <laughs> name. Jesus Christ. Well, there we go. Sorry. So she doesn't listen to her podcast anyways. It's fine. <laughs> and she has one like, and I'm not saying anything bad. Yeah. She's amazing. And yes. she's young. And yes. she just didn't know. Exactly. She knew who she was, but she didn't know the facts about her. Yeah. So I, I sent her a text, a bunch of texts that night. And I just said, I am 100% not trying to like throw my beliefs on you. Right. And I'm 100% not trying to be like, you better like her because I like her because I hate people who do that. Yeah. I said, but here are the facts of what she's done. And I just think you should know this because not only are you a strong, powerful woman who goes against the grain, but she just had a daughter and you should know the rights that she made possible for both you and the next generation. I of love women. that you did that. And I sent it to her because I was like, I, I don't want to be pushy. Yeah. But you should know this. Yes. So I'm going to list them off to you. The things that RBG has done for women. And I am like, so proud of all of these things because I've done these things. I know you've done these things. Most right. women have done these things. Yeah. The right to sign a mortgage without a man, the right to have a bank account without a male co-signer, the right to apply for a credit card without a male co-signer, the right to have a job without being discriminated based on gender and the right for women to be pregnant slash have kids and work. Those are basic rights that we did not have prior to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I think it's very important to note that. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of amazing people in history. This isn't to say that like, oh, it's more important than what. It, but we are mourning her death. Right. And we are we are celebrating what she has done for us. Mm -hmm. 
And she's a badass woman. And oh there's God. a picture. And I took a screenshot of it. And I'm, I've been waiting to post it. I'm going to show Anna. It's all men. Oh, yeah. It's all men. Mm-hmm. And, then and then there she is. There's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth. By the way, who's a foot smaller than everybody <laughs> yes. else. Tiny. And like 100 and pounds soaking wet. 100 pounds soaking wet. And she is a force. Yeah. She's in a picture with all men. That's her graduating class. Yeah. Right there. She's the only woman. And honestly, for me, it kind of reminds me in a weird way of even my own daughter who is on an all boys hockey team. Yeah. You know, and you see her and you see Gigi. And it's yeah. like makes me although I hate it when she's on the ice because I'm like, oh, but <laughs> <laughs> you see these women forging their own path. And I mean, I'm sorry. It makes my heart happy to get on board with that. And I think it's really important that she did it at a time when it was absolutely unacceptable to do stuff like that. Yes. People who love the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Why do you love it? Because she did something that women weren't doing. Yes. You know, and those stories of women rising above, that is important. I don't care what you believe. I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care who you are voting for. I will not get political here. But the bottom line is she created a future for women that we did not have before her. Mm-hmm. And if you are a woman, you have to understand that. Yeah. And appreciate that. Oh my women, God. we wouldn't be able to get a credit card. Hello, Victoria's Secret account. Wouldn't have it <laughs> unless my man signed for it. I don't think so. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> and it's like, and I think especially for the younger generation, they're so used to it. Like they just and they even didn't know. our generation. Sure. Like, you know, it's just like second you don't even think about it. Right. I didn't know until I saw the movie. Not going to lie. I mean, she was. <laughs> and what I love, too, is um, like I've seen a lot of people quote um, posting quotes that she said. And yeah. stuff. And they, I mean, everything she said was freaking powerful. First of all, um, there was one, though, that totally resonated with me. And I was like, yes. And it was you can have it all, but not all at once. Yeah. And it's so true. It's so true on so many things. And like, so aside from like the career that she had, that was amazing. She also had a family too. Absolutely. And she married essentially like, I mean, she met her husband when she was 17. Yeah. And he loved and supported her Mm -hmm. throughout every single career moment. Yeah. He was not popular. He was. Yeah. He was <laughs> because totally, of it. Cause yeah. he stood by her side. Yeah. That's and the original said, power couple. Yeah. And she's exactly move over Beyonce and Jay-Z. Thank you. Yeah. And, but she had said like, she had said in an interview, she's like the key to a good marriage is having somebody who's actually your partner. And like, that made me want to sob. I just want to say, yeah, but I mean, but it, it's totally possible. Like, obviously, you know, in a time when, and this kind of goes into our next, um, what I wanted to bring up too, is we're in the middle of a pandemic. Kids are being homeschooled. And if you look at the statistics, it is the moms who are either taking time off of work yep. by using like their FMLA or whatever kind of leave they need to take the time to be home with their kids. This is not me saying that dads aren't doing anything because I'm not freaking <laughs> saying that. So calm down. <laughs> but every single person that I have talked to, yeah, it's the mom who's doing it, including me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is the mom who I is have like, to take a big step back. Yeah. From my job. Big time. I mean, it's because crazy. it has to be me. Yeah. Yep. Like there's no other option. This is yep. what needs to get done. And it's, 
like the fact that Ruth Gator, um, Gator, Ruth Bader Ginsburg <laughs> passed away during a time when women are almost going backwards. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's so, I mean, it's profound. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it really is. And it just needs to, like, everybody needs to take a step back to kind of look and reevaluate. Yeah. Because even we had talked about in quarantine, it's like you're going back to 1950. We're like, we're making 4,000 meals a day for mm-hmm. our families. Yeah. Well, and now Jess makes my meals. God bless her. <laughs> God bless her. I cannot wait till tomorrow. But I mean, this is what I'm talking about, though, is like now women who have been powerhouses creating these careers yep. need to take a step back to take care of their families. And that's me. Yeah. Thousand percent. But I just want to say that this is temporary. Yes, it is. One hundred percent. Absolutely. And I feel like the minute that things are able because this is what women do is we get shit done. Yeah. And we're going to take care of our families. We're going to make sure they're good. And then once the COVID scare is over. Mm-hmm. I don't say that like it's not a real thing. Like I understand that it is a real thing. <laughs> but once like shit is going back to a little bit of normal or right. at least like kids are going back to school, you better get the fuck out of the way of every woman <laughs> around you because she is coming back full force. Yes, yeah, she is. Oh yeah. my God. We are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we totally are. So I'm pretty sure we scared all the male listeners that we had. All three of them. All three of them. (laughs) Sayonara. Good. Get out the way. (laughs) Bye. But thank you guys for listening. Where are we with our time? Um, I don't know. We're trying to keep our time down, guys. Ooh, one hour and nine minutes. Nope, we failed. Next week. Next, next week. week. Next always week. next week. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Next episode 41, man. It's where we're going to really turn. Around. By the time it's 50, we'll be down. Yeah, we'll be exactly. down. Yeah, just exactly. like, you know, give us some time. We had to talk about our facelift. I know. We had so much. To we had cover. so much to say. So much to cover. Yeah. Um, but thank you guys, as always, for listening. Make sure you follow us on social media at Let's Just Go For One. Make sure you look at Taylor's new design. Yes. So pretty. All right. And we're going to exit on this note. Bye. Vote November 3rd. <laughs>